That's 45 seconds of silence. And I just wonder, what went through your mind in that last 45 seconds? What'd you hear? What were you thinking? I I can assume some of you were thinking, this is awkward. Some of you were thinking, I wonder if he's forgotten what he's going to say. I wonder if he is stumped. Listen, that happens a lot, but this was planned. What, what did you hear? What was going through your mind? Some of you are probably thinking about, like, I wonder when he's going to say something. Some of you are probably uh, wondering if this is a new shirt, and it's not. I know it looks good on me. Thank you, Austin. <laughs> he knows my love language. <clears throat> but this is not a new shirt. Some of you are wondering what's for lunch. Some of you are wondering what you're getting into later today. I want to say that whatever your source, from that source, you will hear from. Whatever your source is, from that source, you will hear from. And you see, it's not what is your source, it who is your source. You see, your source has a person You are either listening to yourself. You can listen to this world. You can listen to the enemy. And those are all who's. Or as we will touch on a little bit later here this morning, I truly believe that the person of our source needs to be God the Father. And so whoever your source is, whoever he is, whoever the person behind your source, that is from the person you are going to hear from. Like, I would love to know that in the last 45 seconds of awkward silence, there were many of you, a large majority of you in this room, you were being downloaded from heaven, from the Father, through the Holy Spirit, and your mind was running wild with things of heaven. That is my desire and that is our goal. There's going to be a couple of things pop up on the screen this morning. And man, again, I'm talking about this first one that will pop up. And it is this, is that everything, and I mean everything, flows from hearing and listening to the voice of God. Everything. I want that to be our starting point here at Hope City because it's got to start here in me. It's got to start in our staff. It's got to start in the leaders and it's got to start in this church before it ever happens to leave out of this door into our community is we've got to understand that our starting point, our originating point of every moment, every day, every morning when our feet hit the floor, our starting point has to be, God, I'm listening to you. Guys, that's where we've got to start. And I understand that that is foreign to many of us, even in this room, who are in this sometimes day in and day out. 
But everything, everything flows from listening and hearing the voice of God. There's some people that would say that God doesn't speak. But I, I need to tell you this morning, and I'm not going to preach with you. I'm really, we're trying to transition. November's going to be a fun month into some different things because I've just understood for maybe the first time that, listen, we've not been getting it right doing it the way we've been doing it. And I'm okay to admit that. And so if we want this to be different, then we've got to do something different. And I'm just exploring what that looks like with some of our leaders. And so me standing up here preaching my heart out, well, that's what my brothers and sisters have been doing for some 200 years. And look where we are. And so maybe we're just going to have a conversation. We're working with some technology. Listen, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag. Hope City's coming up with an app. It's going to be launched really soon. I love to give good news, and that's a cool thing. That we're going to be able to be interactive with this thing because I want to hear what's going through your mind, how you feel on a certain thing that maybe Pastor Brent or Pastor Bradley just said. And so this morning, really, this is a conversation. And I'm here to tell you that God's been speaking from the very beginning. I don't care who's been telling you that God does not speak anymore. We'll touch on that in a second. But I want to tell you that God's been speaking from the beginning. I just think that us, his children, have not wanted to listen and we have definitely not been hearing. But God's been speaking from the very beginning. Turn in your Bibles, Genesis chapter 1, verse 3. You don't, we're not going to go there, but go look at this. Go look at what is recorded in the third verse of the first chapter of the very first book in the Bible. It says... God said, let there be light. He's been speaking from the beginning. He's been speaking to his children all along. We have just not wanted to hear him. I hate to say it, we just haven't been listening. And there's a lot of scripture that I want to just sort of just, I don't want to run through this quickly this morning because, you know, we have some time here. But I, I do want you to turn into a couple of passages of Scripture. Turn into John 27 and Matthew chapter 4. John chapter 10, verse 27, in Matthew chapter 4. And I'm going to read those with you as you're looking at John chapter 4. John chapter 10, I'm sorry. John chapter 10, look at this. I'm trying to confuse you all the way through this morning. It's okay. John chapter 10, verse 27, and it's a phenomenal whole chapter that you can read where John recorded Jesus' words, and in the 10th chapter of John, you find a lot of these words like sheep and shepherd and voice, and you guys, I know that you're going to go home later, and you can look at this and read this entire chapter. But I just want to point out one scripture, and it says in the 27th verse, it says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. I'm not going to be able to unpack this all this morning by the time we finish here this morning. I want to give just, and it's not even a shameless plug, it's just a reality that we're going to scratch the surface here this morning. But I want to tell you something. What's getting ready to happen tomorrow night, more Monday at 7 p.m., is we're going to dive really deep into hearing God's voice. We're not going to lay out some formula and plan. We'll talk about that in a second too. But we're going to dive deep in and actually go and practice 
hearing the voice of our Father. Let me just stop right there because this is a conversation. I know that when I say Father, some alarms in your internal system, some of you, the word Father and relating God to Father, it just sends like almost a shockwave through you because, listen, I understand that your Father may not have been a good man. But something that I've been asking the Holy Spirit, because I stopped myself in a meeting we were having, I think just this week, and I said, we've got to be careful with even the language that we use. Because Father may offend some people here in this room. But can I just tell you something? I, I feel for those who may have had a very rough childhood, and I, I have no idea what it feels like to walk in your shoes. I had a great earthly father. But I just want to ask you to go ask God If you're one who had a struggle with your father, maybe you didn't even know your father, maybe the relationship has been broken from the beginning, but if that's you, could you just simply, maybe just check out right now, you don't even need to hear another thing that I say. But maybe you could just say, hey, hey, God, I, I, I had a struggle with my earthly father and they keep using language saying that you are a father and that you are a good, good father. God, I'm struggling with that. Will you reveal to me what this relationship can look like? See, here for a long time, we've just not been in relationship with God because something down here on this earth has been broken. And I want to just tell you the source of that is the enemy because he does not want you to understand how good your father really is. So, the father, God is speaking, and his children, his sheep here in this passage. They know his voice. And it says that not only do they know his voice, but they follow his voice. They follow me. You see, God's been speaking from the beginning. I love this passage in Matthew chapter 4. Turn back with me, and and it's the first book in the New Testament in Matthew chapter 4. It's the scripture where Jesus has been led out into the desert. And I am really quickly just going through this, but I'm trying just to let you know that, that God Almighty, creator of heavens and earth, creator of you, has been speaking. He has been talking. Not only things into existence, but he has been talking to his children from the very beginning. Jesus has been led out into the desert. And the enemy is tempting him, Satan is tempting him, and Jesus responds with an answer here in verse 4. Jesus answered him, it is written, man does not live by bread alone. But look at this. This is this important, that our Father in heaven, God Almighty, is speaking. And some of us in this very room have not been listening We've not been hearing his voice, but Jesus says here, but we are to live on every word that comes from the mouth of God. He's speaking. I just don't think we've been listening. I could sit up here for the rest of my time this morning and talk about why I think we've not been listening and the things that interfere with our listening and our hearing and our responding. But I don't want to go there because I don't think we as a body are there yet. I just want to get to the fact of the matter that God still speaks. 
And he has given us an open invitation to listen to every word that comes from his mouth. If it wasn't so, Jesus would not have responded to the enemy, Satan. We are to live off of every word that comes from the mouth of God. There's some people, maybe even in this room this morning, and that's okay. And you say, well, you know what? God stopped speaking that way. Can I just tell you just real quick, go look and go flash back to your Sunday school days when your Sunday school teacher told you the story of Moses and the burning bush. God spoke through a burning bush. God has spoken through angels. Jesus' mother was first spoken to by an angel, right? Listen, and I don't want to freak anybody out here. But God speaks to you, his children. He speaks to me through dreams. He's speaking through everything that is going around in this natural world. He is revealing things to us. He revealed something to me at 6 a.m. this morning, and my wife wasn't happy about it, but I didn't share with her what God was revealing. I will later and make up for the fact that I woke her up this morning. I'm not going to tell you that story because you'll really probably check out, but he speaks to us by our surroundings He spoke through a burning bush. He spoke through angels. He's spoken through our dreams. Listen to this. He even spoke to man through an animal, and it was a donkey. And you tell me that God doesn't still speak? God can speak any way, anywhere that he wants. God is still speaking. I just don't think we're listening. I don't think some of us, even here in this room, I don't think we want to. And I just want to say this, what kind of father? There I go using that word again. When I say father, I mean God. What kind of God? What kind of father? I used to think it was weird hearing people pray, honestly. This is a little, I used to think it was weird. And there's a lady, a friend of mine in this very service right here. And she's prayed this way since I've known her. And she calls him daddy. I've always thought that was weird up until recent months. Until I've had revelation of just who my heavenly daddy is. He's my dad. And I'm his son. And he's pleased. And I don't have to perform perfectly for him to be pleased with me. I don't have to get angry to show him that I really care. I'm starting to unpack some of the stuff from my past. But what kind of father, what kind of God, what kind of daddy, what kind of whatever you call him, what kind of God would leave his children alone to fend for themselves? If he's not speaking to us today. What kind of God leaves his children? What kind of father leaves his children and says, I hope you guys figure it out. If God's not speaking today, we are here on our own to figure the rest of this out. I love this passage. It comes from Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six. It says this, just says simply, trust in the Lord with all your heart and 
Lean not on your own understanding. How many of us, we've heard that a hundred times. We've heard that a hundred times. Lean not on your own, lean not on your own understanding. That just told me right there, hey, Scott, whatever you're thinking, don't go with it. That's what that just said. Lean not on your own understanding. Listen, any Seinfeld fans in the room, you know that George Costanza, there was an episode where he did everything just the opposite. If he wanted to go left, if he wanted to go left, he said, you know what? No, I'm going right. Remember how many girls and females he talked to that day and they were just eating out of his hand? Because he did everything the opposite of what he normally would do. I took a test one time, and this is, you guys, listen, I don't have a need to make you laugh or tell you lies. I took a true-false test in college where I went the very opposite of what I thought the answer was and made a B on the test. (laughs) So that tells you I would have failed just like normal if I would have gone on my own understanding. Solomon, who was David, King David, killer of the giant David, son Solomon. They say was one of the wisest, if not the wisest man to ever live. He said, do not lean on your own understanding. Okay, okay, I got it. But then if I don't lean on my own understanding, then what am I to lean on? How am I to know? Because in the very next verse, in the sixth verse, listen to what it says. In the sixth verse, it says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he, he, God, father, daddy, will make your path straight. All right, so if I'm not to lean on my own understanding, if I'm not to go with what I'm thinking, and if I'm not to lean on that, then who am I to lean on? And how am I to know how he is going to make my path straight if he doesn't tell me? God, creator of everything, is still speaking today. And he wants to make your path straight. The good news is you don't have to lean on your own understanding. You don't have to figure this thing out for yourself. You just simply have to listen because the Father is speaking. And some say, well, no, he's not speaking in in audible voices. And listen, I'll just say, I've never heard him speak like I'm hearing my voice right now. I've never heard him speak like that. But in my brain, Lincoln, my nine-year-old says, I prayed in my brain. You have a voice. You have a spirit, a lowercase s that God created us with. And it is that lowercase s that we're going to talk about tomorrow night that communicates with God through the Holy Spirit, capital S. And I hear The Holy Spirit speak to my spirit. I hear very distinct words, sentences, and phrases that are coming from God the Father, and I understand him in my spirit. I hear him that way. That's how he speaks. But there's some people who say, no, he only speaks through this. And these are Christians who say this. That he only speaks through his written word today. And I just need to make myself very clear before I go any further. Is I believe that this is the inspired word of God. I believe it with all my heart. It's inerrant. I believe that this is our guide to a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. It's inerrant. Inspired by God taken from the Holy Spirit to man and is written. This is the word of God. But what I also believe 
is that God the Father did not leave us with the manual, the directions, and just hand it to us and say, there you go. I hope you figure it out. You see, for those in this room, and myself included, who have been confused by Scripture in the past and maybe even today in the present, we've been trying to go at this without listening to God even as we read this. God, what does that mean? And he's silent? No, I don't think so. Because what kind of father hands the instruction manual to life and says, good luck with that? That's not the God I serve. So here's what I believe. I believe that the same Holy Spirit, I believe the same Holy Spirit that inspired the writing of the word I believe that the Holy Spirit who inspired the writing of the word is doing, he is listening to what God is saying and he is taking from God still today and making it known to us. And so what I'm saying right there is I'm not trying to write another book and put in the Bible. But what I am saying is The God who inspired Peter and James and John and Luke. The same God that inspired them to write this is still speaking to us today. So I believe that begs the question. It begs the million-dollar question, actually, doesn't it? How do I hear the voice of God? If this is what you're saying is true, and Scott, I, listen, I've believed in you for a couple of months now. If what you're saying is true, then how do I hear the voice of God? Some of you may word the question like this, and it's a much better question. All those voices that I'm hearing in my head, right? The ones who laughed, you understand what I'm talking about. All those voices that are in my head, how do I know that that's God? Right? That's a phenomenal question. And I know probably the majority of you in this room are not going to like my answer. It's okay. You're not going to like the answer because I cannot give you a formula and I cannot lay out a plan. And there's a very good reason why I cannot give you a formula and a plan. Even tomorrow night and more Monday at 7 p.m., I am not going to lay out a formula and a plan. We just can't do it. And the very good reason is this, because this. You see, if, if we give you a plan, you're going to fall more in love with the plan than you are the person. You see what I'm saying? And so maybe some of you don't want a plan, but you're a math mind and you just want a formula. One plus two equals three. All the time, God, I want to do this plus this, and I'm going to hear your voice, and you're going to make my path straight. I I can't give you a formula either. You see, because if I give you a formula, what's going to happen is you're going to give all of your attention to the formula instead of giving the Father all of your affection. You'll focus on giving your attention to the formula instead of giving the Father your affection. 
So this is all I can give you this morning. You see, if you know God, if you know the Father, if you know Daddy, if you know God, you will know His voice. The Father is not the author of confusion. My dad is not the author of confusion. That is the enemy not wanting you to ever hear what God has to say. Because I know that in a room of 250, 300 people, there are a lot of things we need to hear God talking about. Sometimes we overcomplicate this thing. I don't know if we get nervous and scared, if we're feeling weird. I don't know what it is with you. I know what it is with me is I just wasn't mature enough in my relationship with the Father to be able to discern his voice. That's just, that was me. You guys have to go in your own. We're not going to spoon feed you this. We're just setting the table. The meal is hot. If you want to come and eat, you can. You have to leave this place and continue to stay and remain in his presence and find out what it is that may be there interfering with you listening to the Father speak because he's been speaking from the beginning. But all I can say is as I matured, I started to know the Father. I started to know his nature. I started to know his character. I started to know how much he thought of me. He's thinking of me all the time. And that's good news because he's also thinking of you all the time. He's thinking of you right now. I started to know what he thought of me. I started to have him reveal to me his plans for me. And it's amazing how that just caused me to be hungrier for more of his voice. To hear what he thought of me. To hear what he had planned for me. I just hunger for more of that. I started to realize that like he has a love for me that I've never understood. He has he he adores me. Like he and again, this is where I struggled with one of these words. I he wanted to be intimate with me. And I would just be honest, six months ago, I wasn't man enough to say and admit that God Almighty wants to be intimate with me, but he wants to be intimate with me. And here's what comes from that. It's his children want to reciprocate that and we want to be intimate with him as well. The children know the Father's voice. You hear me? The children know the Father's voice. I, I don't have any of my children. I may have a son in here. I don't know. But I could go get my youngest child who was three and I could set him in this room. And all the men in this room at the same time could start to speak. All the men in this room could stand up and loudly start to say the name Ezra, Ezra, Ezra. We could all say it, every man in here. You could even try to sound like me. But I promise you this. Ezra, my three-year-old, is going to come and find his father. 
because he heard his name being called. Children know the father's voice. And I'm going to leave you with this thought. If you need to go home and chew on this, man, I, I would greatly, it'd be, it'll, it'll be great prep for tomorrow morning, tomorrow night. Whichever kingdom you allow to influence you, from that kingdom you will reap. Whichever kingdom you allow to influence you, from that kingdom you will reap. Your source has a who. Whichever source you're listening to, from that source you will reap. You see, we cannot want, we cannot want the the benefits and the blessings of the Father's kingdom while being under the influence of your kingdom or this world's kingdom. We cannot be under the influence of anything other than the Father's kingdom if we want to reap its benefits. And so I'm telling you, if you want to have that kind of knowledge of the Father, if you want to hear and listen to his voice, we can no longer be under the influence of a worldly kingdom. We cannot be saturated in this world system. We cannot be under the influence of even our own kingdom. Because whichever kingdom you allow to influence you, from that kingdom you will reap. And I think the light bulb just went off for many people in this room. So here's the response. It's not a, hey, like I need to come on stage like we did a couple weeks ago. And I got something specific I need to hear from God. It's not a come to the front and it's not a make a check on a box. It's, it's this. Forty-five seconds of awkward silence listening to the Father's voice intentionally listening to the Father's voice and this time I want you to make note of how different this 45 seconds is
It's a miracle that God who created all of this, he wants to have a conversation with you. That's a miracle.